All right, welcome back, questers, to another episode with Success Quest. Today, I'm your host, Caleb Valle, and I would love to introduce to you our guest speaker, our guest on the show, Allison uh, Donahue. I, I, I hope I said it right. Donahue. Close. Donahue. I know. I never use it because nobody says it right, so it's all good. <laughs> it's funny, too. I was like contemplating. Should I ask her how to say it just to make sure, or should I just like go with my gut? Go fail. with your gut. Epic oh, fail. No, no. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. No, I love it. <laughs> Allison, can you go ahead and kind of tell the questions who you are and what you're about? Yeah, sure. I'm Allison and I live on the West Coast of Canada, which we actually refer to as the wet coast because it rains here all the time. Uh, it's doing it torrentially right now. But I own a company called Domino Thinking where I challenge people to think about what they think about and to really spend time contemplating their worthiness. And so it's been a really incredible journey talking to really incredible people and watching their transformation as they step into their work because we're all worthy. Yeah, I, lo- I love that. Guys, questions. I'm super excited to have her on because like she was saying, she's in charge of this Domino Thinking. She founded this and she has a podcast. In fact, Domino Thinking with Allison. Go check her out. She's amazing. Um, but she does this for a living. She helps people understand their worthiness. And that is the topic of today's uh, episode, in fact, is worthiness and finding worthiness in ourselves and understanding how it can be applicable, why it's important to find worth mm-hmm. in, in people. Um, and I guess we should just start off with maybe even defining what, what worth is. What, what is yeah. worth? Worth is, I think, our relationship to our understanding about why we are here, um, the right to be here, where we fit, um, the value that we have within ourselves. And I believe that every single decision, action, choice, thing we say, whatever it is, comes from a place of needing worth. And wow. if we don't have it internally, if we don't know we have intrinsic value, then we are going to try to get it from somebody else. And if we try to get it from somebody else, we now can become victim to their response to our need. So then we start saying things like, oh, well, why can't they just do that for me? If only they would help me, if only they loved me more, then everything would be okay. And so we find ourselves, when we're saying those things, it means we are disconnected from our worth and we need somebody else to give us value. Wow. Okay. Okay. Wow. You just dropped a huge truth bomb right there about worth. I love that. Um, so do you find in your work that the majority of people undervalue themselves? Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and that that come from society so easy (laughs) (laughs) because, um, society is functions easier when we are controllable. And when we are looking to other people for our value, right? Um, When we're looking at other people for our value, that makes us dependent on each other in a really unhealthy way. But it also means that we're not paying attention to any of these big issues because we're trying to get our worth fulfilled. And so we are born miracles. If you think about it, and I'm not a religious person, but I do think miracles are a thing. Yeah. not that there's anything wrong with religion, like go hard, whatever works for you. Um, (laughs) Right? Like I'm not judging. Uh, But this little tiny sperm found this little tiny egg. And if you take a second to really sit in that, 
that's crazy that you were made, Caleb, the way that you are, not the thousand other variations that could have been you. It made you, which makes you a miracle. And because you're a miracle, it makes you inherently worthy. And then we are born and the world tells us we're not good enough when we believe it. We all believe it. And some of us are fortunate enough to have people in our lives that really help nurture our worth. But most of us are listening to the Cinderella story or we're watching TV. We're not smart enough, strong enough, um, fit enough, skinny enough. Our boobs aren't big enough. Like whatever the thing is, we're just not enough. Real or imagined, we're not enough. And so- it's getting back to that place of understanding that we are a miracle and that we have um, a reason for being here. Wow. Going back to that purpose, that why, mm-hmm. understanding that you are something beautiful, something that doesn't make sense. Like you're right, like the sperm and the egg coming together and making this. That's incredible. That's amazing. Yes. I'm sure people have the argument though, because like they're, oh, well, they're like, there's a million other people out there. They have all these great talents. What about me? I don't have talents. I'm not mm-hmm. special. You know, it's so easy maybe to degrade yourself and, and you bring up society, right? Like, do we teach that enough in schools? Do we talk about that enough at home with our kids? Like you are an incredible individual just for being you already. You know, yeah. there's nothing more you have to add on to that. Is that something easy to ingrain in people's heads though? Like, <laughs> you've grown <laughs> up like with this idea already, you know? Mm-hmm. I think it comes with awareness. Do we get it right every single time? No. Like I offer a process for people to follow to get better at it. But I would do this work all the time. And there's lots of times that I don't feel good enough. Um, it's a human condition. It's hardwired into our brain uh, to compare ourselves to other people. And when we're doing that, we are diminishing our own right to be here, right? Like when I'm looking at um, a picture in a magazine, I'm like, why can't I have a body like that? (laughs) Right? Do I do that? For sure I do that. I wouldn't be human if I didn't. But I catch myself and I'm like, yeah, but I have other things to offer, which is totally great. Yeah. Right. And I guess I could have that body if I wanted to do that level of work, but I choose to do other things and that's okay too. That's awesome. And you bring up the idea of, you know, comparing yourself with other people that's on a huge spectrum, right? I I feel like I talk about this a lot with people because it's so easy to do nowadays. Mm -hmm. You know, you could be in your room all by yourself. You pull up your phone and you're comparing yourself. Like that's crazy. You know, like there's nowhere you can hide. (laughs) Because that person that's posting something on social media it's probably crap. Yeah. (laughs) Nobody is that happy all the time, every time. Like, and so we look at these people, like people are even creating fake vacations so that they can look better to their friends. (laughs) (laughs) It's like the the amount of work and energy that goes into that. And if I am spending my time caring about what you think of me, then I'm not spending my time becoming great. Now, this is interesting too. So on Facebook and Instagram, like I'm on there all the time and I love it. I, I, maybe I'm addicted, you know, but <laughs> I, I get on and I see advertisements all the time for, uh, and they're, usually it's a big picture with the guy on vacation with his girl and they have great bodies and, you know, they're on a yacht or something. They have a nice car behind them and they're like, um, if you want to learn how to get here, you know, buy my program. Why is that so appealing to humans? You know, we see something <laughs> like that. It's like, why do I desire that so greatly? Like, why do people fall into that trap of, man, I want to buy the program to learn how to become a millionaire quick, you right. know? 
couple, that's twofold, I think. One is we're looking for a magic pill so we don't actually have to do the work, right? Yes. If somebody can 10X my business, there's no such thing. Like, stop saying that. <laughs> like, <laughs> because like, what does that even mean? If you start out with zero and they 10X your business, you're still at zero. Ooh. <laughs> Facts. Right. Facts. And a lot of those people have businesses. I know a woman one time and she was talking about how she was making 40000 a month, but she was going in debt every single month because her expenses were more than the 40000 All of the coaches wow. she paid for, all of the advertising she paid for, all of that stuff. At the end of the month, she had no money left. So when we're looking at that stuff, we have to think, is this actually real? So I think wow. that's the one side is that we're looking for a magic pill and there's not. And yeah. there's hard work. Full stop, yeah. right? Uh, the other thing is we are conditioned to compare ourselves. And so it is a natural human experience to want to do that. Where do I sit in the scale of normal? Ooh, yeah, normal. It's that word, right? Yeah. It's, it's the mold of ideal. And yeah. everyone's trying to reach that. Mm -hmm. So if that's so ingrained into our minds, I, I'd like to know what do you do when you sit down with a client and you, you, you try to break down that mold? What are those first steps you take? Oh, well, the first step is having that conversation about the fact that they're a miracle because that's what we keep going back to. That is that anchor that we can keep reminding ourselves that we have worth. We don't need any more proof than that. So I have done this work with um, criminals. I went down to California and I did um, similar type work around um, worthiness with 200 male inmates. It was an incredible weekend. It was through wow. a different program. So Good if, for you. you're in pr thanks. if you're in prison and you can find the fact that you are still a miracle, then there's no excuse for the rest of us. Right. And so that is that point that we, that's that anchor point. That's the point we always come back to. And then it's exploring um, how did we co create our situation? Because the ownership of our choices is massive. I can't say, like, if I had an argument with you, Caleb, I can't say I played a part in that and still blame you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right. Right. So that. when we practice understanding that we co create things, and even things like, I got rear-ended at a red light. This isn't my fault. Well, you know, if you hadn't been driving, it wouldn't have happened. <laughs> well, uh, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, if you had left the house five minutes earlier or five minutes later, if you didn't have that other cup of coffee. This is not to say you deserve to get rear-ended. And it's not to say the person who rear-ended you shouldn't pay for the damages. But it does mean that you are now in a dance with that person based on the choices that you made. So when we can start going through life understanding that we are participating in the creation of the dance of our life, Wow. We now are boosting our internal wow. worthiness by owning that. I've never, ever even considered that before. And I like that you brought up that exact example because in that situation, instantly I'm conditioned right to blame the other person. And I don't realize that I had a small part, you know, no matter how small, I was still a part of it. I'm co-creating my dance of life. That's awesome. And yeah it's like tr trying to take those blinders off, you know, right. finding the reality of life. Um, yeah. Well, I, and there's, I sorry, oh, I just want to say first, there are some countries in the world that if you are in a taxi and that taxi driver gets in an accident, you as a passenger are responsible because that taxi would not have been there had they not been driving you where you needed to go. Wow. Yeah. What? So, mm -hmm. Oh my god! I was told this by a travel person one time. You know, that's that's cultural then for the reason that we're like like this. Mm -hmm. Um, I wanted to go back to this idea too, the miracle thing, right? Mm -hmm. Because you're saying everything stems from understanding that you are a miracle, and yeah. I, I love using that term because I feel like there's there's power in it. Mm -hmm. How? 
how easy do you find it for people to accept that? And how quickly do they accept that? Like, what do you have to go through? What walls do you have to just tear down before Mm. they understand that? Some people grasp it quickly. Some people are like, okay, I get that. And I can go back to that, but I'm still having these other challenges. Other (laughs) people are like, no, you're wrong. I'm not worthy. And so then that creates a much um, more complex start, uh, which is totally fine. We all have to start somewhere. But there are some people who are not even able to write down the sentence, I am worthy. And do you find that the reason for that is has more to do with comparing? Because we were talking about that a little bit. Or does it have more to do maybe with the fact that they feel like failures? Like all of it. Wow. Yeah, I think for each person, it's different. Um, How we value ourselves is different, as different as we are. And, you know, we were talking before about normal. And I'd like to point out there's nothing normal about being normal. Yeah, because normal is dysfunctional. Normal is lack of worth. Like, so if you want to be more than just normal, the secret lies in getting a hold of your relationship with your worthiness. Wow. Oh, and I, I want to bring up the the point that was so questers. I talked with Allison a little bit on the phone um, earlier, maybe a week or a week and a half ago. I can't exactly remember the time, but we brought up the the statement. Uh, we were we were talking about worthiness and how it's like giving away your power when you undervalue yourself. Can you go yeah. can you go into depth a little bit about that? Yeah. Why, why is there power and worth? Right. So if I feel internally worthy, I can live in a freedom state, what I call a freedom state, which means your opinion of me, your attitudes, your beliefs, your behaviors don't impact me because I'm solid. And so now I can just observe you. And maybe have a conversation with you about certain things, get curious, that sort of thing. But if my worth is tied to how you treat me, I have given you all of my power, all of my happiness now lies in your hands of behaving the way I need you to behave without even telling you necessarily what I need you to do. And so then we get to this place where we want to change other people so that they give us what we need. Wow. You hear a lot of this in relationships, right? If only he would just do the dishes more often. Really? Maybe he doesn't want to do the dishes. Do we have a right to ask somebody to do the dishes if they don't want to do it? Like if that's, you know, and so we think that if we can control other people's behaviors, there's that whole old saying that says men marry women expecting them to stay the same and women marry men expecting them to change, (laughs) right? And so then it becomes a big, um, what does that mean? Are we doing it? And we're all doing that, right? We want to control our environment. But when we do that, we give our power away. So If you behave the way I want you to, now I feel good. If you agree with my belief system, I feel good. But what happens if that doesn't happen? Yeah. Are you prepared for that? (laughs) So now I'm mad at you because you don't have the same beliefs as me. Now I don't feel worthy until I can convert you to believe what I believe. Then I can be worthy. And now we're getting back to the whole domino effect, right? That's That's what you're all about, right? It's getting (laughs) down to the first smallest domino and preventing it from making these huge dominoes fall that are negative, you know, yeah. and I yeah. love that. Um, yeah. So undervaluing yourself is an obvious, like, we shouldn't be doing that, right? And I'm sure people, I feel like the majority of people who undervalue themselves have heard at least once in their life that they shouldn't, right? That they, yeah. that there should be more. Um, but what about the opposite? Can you overvalue yourself? Can you give yourself too much worth? 
if it's not grounded, for sure. You know, and that's where you get these people that come along and they think they're all that in a bag of chips. So that's coming from a place of insecurity. And we mm. know the difference of being in front of somebody who says, yeah, I feel really confident and comfortable in this space, right? As opposed to somebody who's like, look at me, look how great I am. That is trying to get your value by people looking at you right? Mm-hmm. The, the, the um, abnormal amount of selfies somebody takes is not about them saying, see, I have the most beautiful eyes. That is about you saying they have the most beautiful eyes. Yes. And so we have to get really honest with ourselves about where is our worth coming from? I am not building my worth by saying, look at me, I am spectacular and you need to agree with me. That is me getting my worth from you. Me just being quietly solid in who I am and going about doing what I'm doing. If people say to me, wow, you're really good at that. I just get to say thanks. Yeah. But I don't need to convince them of anything. Well, it's kind of interesting. Your answer is very similar to if you're overvaluing yourself, it's just reverting back to undervaluing yourself, right? It's the same. Mm -hmm. If If you're being overconfident and over cocky, you are you are undervaluing yourself because you're looking outwards for other people to start doing that, you know? And yeah. that's so intriguing. <laughs> that's so intriguing. I've never like really put one, two and two together, mm-hmm. you know? And, and that, I don't know. Anyways, I, I want to get to this idea because I, I know there are questers, right? There are people listening right now to this podcast who do not value themselves enough. You know, we know that the majority of people don't. And, and we're living in a world where depression and anxiety have never been higher, right? And the reward for it has never been higher. And yeah. Right? Yeah. So it, if somebody is like coming up to me, I'm so sad, my life really sucks, I'm so depressed. If I'm like, come on, snap out of it. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm the bad person, right? But if I'm saying, oh, you poor thing, you're absolutely right, your life really sucks. Yes. I am doing that person a disservice by leaving them in that depressed state, which is not to say we need to be dicks to each other. Like that's not yeah. what I'm advocating <laughs> right. for here. Yeah, exactly. But there has to be um, I think an awareness that goes along with it. We amplify everything. We're no longer thirsty. We are dehydrated. Yep. We're no longer tired. We are exhausted. We're no longer sad. We're depressed. Right. And so there is this amplification of um, our, our situation that we are getting rewarded for. So if you say to somebody, you're tired, you don't get that same level of um concern or support when you say you're exhausted. Now people are like, oh, you poor thing. So what am I going to do? I'm going to say exhausted more. I'm going to say it whether it's true or not, because I want somebody to pay attention to me. Yeah. Oh my gosh. We, we, we kind of do that a lot in society today where we exaggerate a lot. And it's not to say that if you have a genuine mental illness and you're taking medications, you know, like we're not trying to undervalue that. No. It's the people like you're saying, like, I'm just so sad and yeah. nothing ever works out for me. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, and if they weren't such a narcissist, like I'm so that, tired of yes. that word, like unless you're a clinical psychologist, do not use that word. Yes. <laughs> oh my because gosh. Because we all have narcissistic tendencies and that is what keeps our species alive. So it's not a totally negative thing. We need to be selfish in a kind and caring way. Um, but there's this uh, definite amplification of our experiences that is really detrimental. It does not serve me to amplify my experience so that I could maybe get sympathy from you. Yeah. So let's, let's talk to these, those listening right now, what is some, how can you ingrain, like right now we're not sitting face to face to them, right? Mm Mm-hmm. 
how do you make me pretend that maybe I'm one of the listeners and I'm just listening in and I, I can't see you? How do you help me understand that I'm a miracle? Uh, it's simple things like look at the way your body moves. Like if you take a moment and you look at the way your hand functions, right? When you watch um, the way your bones are moving in your veins, the way they pop or way they recess, or um, the fact that you can move your hands without really thinking about it. And lots of us do when we're talking, I do it all the time. And then I'm like, whoa, my hands were just like, you know, had a mind of their own. When we think about how we are constructed, is a really cool place to start because now we are appreciating ourselves. We can look at our hand and go, whoa, isn't it amazing that I can pick something up or caress something or I can hold my baby with, you know, whatever the case is. When we start becoming, um, and I'm not saying obsessed, like we don't have to check ourselves out in the mirror every time we walk <laughs> by because that is like taking things a bit too far. Even though I do, you know, quite frequently. <laughs> <laughs> um, but there is... Um, there is something really tangible about looking at what's moving. The fact that we blink, the fact that I can see you. Yeah. Isn't that incredible? Like yeah. how does it, and especially because the sciences is that you're actually upside down and then you convert my head to be right side up. Isn't that That's crazy? crazy? Like why That's do we crazy. do that? You know, the fact that we can eat food that nourishes us and our body knows what to do with the food even when it's not good food the fact that if we get drunk our body knows how to you know get rid of all the alcohol and make us healthy again um the fact that if we quit smoking our lungs can repair themselves that is incredible That's amazing. and that was all yours without you doing anything to deserve it <laughs> right wow so take care of it be present in that moment and that is where you find your most worthiness. It's the only place to find the worthiness is when you are present in the moment. You're not going to get it looking at your past, right? Yeah. Because you're probably going to go, oh, I wish I'd done that differently. Or I was only happy when I was in high school. Like, what does that do to your present? You can't do it when you're looking in your future because then you're like projecting who you may be. And I don't know yeah. about you, but I'm not the person I expected to be when I was 20. No, I'm just not, right? <laughs> no. So <laughs> I'm not even the person I thought I was last week. And so, um, you know, we're constantly changing and evolving. So the only place that we can get really clear in, is in the moment, being present and doing present activities. So beyond just looking at our own body and how it functions, start appreciating the things around you. Appreciate it when somebody holds the door open for you. Smile and say thank you. Um, come from a place of appreciation. When you're walking down the street, notice that weed that is growing in the crack of the sidewalk. How did that even mm. happen? The resilience, like it's amazing. And when we start appreciating, that boosts our worth just organically. I, I, I got to tell you, I have never once like ever sat down and when I'm feeling sad, someone come up and say, the reason you're valuable, just look at your roots. Look at the way you move. Look at the way you see, you smell, you taste, you hear, you feel. That makes you, no one ever has sat down with me and <laughs> talked to me about that. They usually are just like, oh my gosh, yeah, you're, you're a good guy. You know, it's, it's fine, you know. And they, they tell me the things maybe they want to hear that affected my negative feelings, right? Like if I felt bad because maybe I didn't look good. They told me, yeah, you look good. You know, mm -hmm. like, yeah. but you're going down to the roots, to the core, you know, this is, it's so much more that I, I think I'm getting into it so much because I feel like maybe that's how we should go about helping people. Right. Yeah. Like that's also the message you're helping your clients, but I also want to help those who are looking to help others mm -hmm. who are depressed, who are down, mm -hmm. tell them to go to their core. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 it's miraculous when we start actually, when we stop taking for granted the things our body does. Um, and, uh, you know, one of those other things too, like you were talking about, if you don't feel like you're looking your best and somebody comes along and says, Oh no, my God, you look great. Those compliments often have nothing to do with you. It has to do with them trying to get worth because yeah. if they can make you smile, now they feel worthy. Right? And so interesting, right? So it's this constant dance with our worth. Every single thing I say has to do with my worldview of myself. Every relationship I have is about me and my relationship with my self-worth. And so when we start understanding it like that, now I know when I hold the door open for somebody, I get to explore, am I doing this for them or so that I look like a good person? Yeah. Oh, that's so, so how did you even get into this, you know, when you were a kid, like you were saying, you weren't thinking <laughs> that you were going to grow up into, you know, doing domino thinking with Allison, you know, yeah. <laughs> why, why did you start worrying about people's worth and trying to help them in that area? Um, a couple of years ago, I gave a speech um, about when I was raped in high school. And it wasn't until I understood, wow. yeah, um, how I co-created that, which listen really carefully right now, which is not to say I deserved it. It is not to say he had a right to do what he did. Um, it All it means is that I participated in that dance. I went out with somebody that I didn't want to go out with. I didn't even like him. But my self-esteem wow. was so low that I just wanted to have friends. And he had a lot of friends. And I just thought, oh, maybe here's a place I could be accepted. When he came and picked me up, I did not want to get in the car. Every part of me was screaming, don't do it. When we got to his place, that wasn't part of the deal. We were supposed to be going out for dinner, but he was like, oh, I just want to have a quick shower. I didn't want to go into his place. I didn't want to stay at his place, but I didn't want him telling his friends that I was difficult mm -hmm. and then everybody would make fun of me. And so I stuck around and then ultimately I ended up getting raped and wow. I didn't want to deal with the shame of phoning somebody. Can you come and get me? And I don't want anybody else to ever have to go through that. And I've had lots of experiences in my life. Like you don't get to be my age without having, you know, experiences that are kind of crappy that you have to work <laughs> your, your way age, through. Uh, 23. Uh, oh, right. Yes. Right. Yeah. I turned 24 last week. No. <laughs> like I'm 50. I've had a lot of life experiences. Wow. So um, it's, uh, and then I had people reaching out to me afterwards, some people angry because they don't listen to the entire thing. They'd listen, listen to I co-created it. And then they're like, no, you need to go back and you need to charge them. There's no statute of limitations. Yeah. But, and I'm like, well, you need me to do that. I no longer need to do that because that is the beauty. I freeing myself from that experience. And um, so wow. people were reaching out with those comments. Other people were reaching out saying, how do I do the same thing? And so then um, it just one thing led to another. I started working with people around this. And then, you know, here we are two years later and I've got the program that I offer and, and I get to talk to people about this stuff. And it's, it's truly yeah. amazing how I've seen people step into a better version of their life. I, I have to commend you. You're, you're an inspiration. You're, your story is amazing. Not a lot of people could take, you know, a negative instance like that, something that could be very traumatic. It is mm -hmm. very traumatic, right? It was, yeah. And find the positive lesson from that and, and, and then go forth and try to share that with other people. Yeah. So thank you, Allison, for, for getting kind of personal there. That's important. Mm -hmm. Thanks, <laughs> um, yeah. So, man, it's just... <laughs> I was just like, this is, this is crazy because like, I've never truly realized maybe how underlining everything, the underlining everything has to do with worth. 
Absolutely. I have talked to so many people and nobody can tell me a deeper layer than worthiness. So Brene Brown does a lot of really amazing work on vulnerability, but we have to have a sense of worth before we can be vulnerable. Right. right. And so it's, I have, I've talked to so many people and I'm like, okay, tell me how I'm wrong here. Yeah. Right. How, like, is there something deeper? Because if there is, I want to know so that I can help people get to that deeper level. And nobody's been able to come up with anything that comes close to that layer of worthiness. That's amazing. And mm. that was your aha moment. You're like, oh my gosh, this is like, this is the rock. This is the foundation. Yeah. People need to be focusing on this more and that'll affect their day to day. Everything else falls into place, right? Wow. Yeah. I, I, I'm just imagining like you're saying like even your, your conversations that you have with people, the, the relationships you build, the, the, the things you say, the things you see, the things you eat, all those things have to do with worth and valuing yeah. yourself. Yeah. Um, I, I, I want my, my guests or I want my, I want questers to understand a little bit more and maybe you can share us a story with us mm-hmm. of someone who really had a hard time grasping their inner worth mm-hmm. and what came about when they understood their worth. What were those pros? Right. Um, Oh, there's a couple. There was, uh, so there was one woman that took um, my, my program and she contacted me during one of the weeks and she said to me, she goes, I'm so mad at you right now. And what? I'm like, what? <laughs> what did I do? And she goes, this week's work was so hard because it talks about um, what is our payoff for being a victim. And there's a payoff in every single choice we make or we wouldn't make it. Yeah. Right. Um, it's either reinforcing our belief about ourselves or it's stepping us into a higher position or it's making us money, whatever the case is, there's a payoff for every choice that we make. And so she said she didn't want to think about when she was playing that victim card, uh, but she realized she had been with her husband and it was really, she was using her, her hardship as a way to control her husband. And she said wow. to him, she was like, whoa, I just realized I was doing this. And he goes, yeah. It, their relationship was in trouble because of it. And she didn't even know. Wow. Right. And so there's that, you know, I had another somebody that went through it and she kept talking, we did a half day workshop and she was talking about how it was all her husband's fault that the relationship broke down. And then uh, it was his fault that they were having a messy divorce and everything was his fault. At the end, she comes up to me. She's like, I co-created this, didn't I? And I said, I don't know. Like, that's not for me to answer. And she's like, Ooh. I totally did. She got a hold of the mediator, said, can you tell my husband, I understand this is not all his fault. And they've gone on to have a really amicable divorce and they are remaining wow. friendly. And wow. so that is huge, which also means her future relationships. She's taking these lessons into them. She's not going to repeat that relationship. Like how many times have we had the same relationship over and over and over? Oh, again? I know so many people like that. Oh my gosh. Yeah. 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 We've all experienced something like that too, where we find ourselves in a, a, cer- a cycle. Yeah. And, and then we get mad because we're like, why am I stuck in this cycle? Like, what, what is everyone doing? Why, you know, it's everyone else's fault. Why, if they only just loved me more, <laughs> it would have worked out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you're like, oh my gosh. And that's, I, I see that because then people are like, ah, oh, men, you know, or ah, oh, women, you know, you can't, yeah. it's, it's well, never it's like, me. When we generalize everything, right? Like there's that group called Megtow, men going their own way, which I think is like is such a shame that there is such an organization oh like that. Oh my gosh. But it is in retaliation to toxic feminism. So there's a, there's everything is a double-edged sword and there's always yes. an outcome to our choices. And if we don't spend time thinking about it, we can't mitigate those outcomes. Um, but they, they'll post things about women behaving poorly. And then all you'll see is comments. All women are like that. A-Walt, A-Walt, oh. A-Walt, a a And so it is this um, trauma sharing that happens yeah. in a lot of these groups. 
that then keep people in this angry state, in this isolated state. Uh, and it, we do it with everything, not just that. We do it with politics. We do it with religion. We do it with you know, social issues, pro-life, pro-choice. We, we compartmentalize. Everything. We label people. Like, and we have to stop labeling people. And when we, we paint want that change. broad brush, right? We're just, everyone's like this. It's that exaggeration thing that we we're talking about earlier. Like mm-hmm. we are in a society today where everything is so vastly exaggerated and now mm-hmm. people don't even take the time of day yeah. to, to do, you know, go down to the basics and realize yeah. that there are individuals involved, you know, yeah. and everyone And people different. get rewarded for their hardship. Like, yeah. you know, if I have another conversation with somebody who says, we need to stop spousal abuse against women. Do you recognize the fact that stats show almost as many men get abused in relationships as women do? Wow. Right? So maybe we should just stop spousal abuse. Yeah. Right? Everybody wins. Yep. Right? So, but we, we feel this need that, oh, as women, we have been so victimized. And so now we have to do this for women. But if we don't make sure men are healthy on that journey as well, what's the point? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. We're, we're all in this together, aren't we? You know, why are we trying to blame such big groups of people when we can find our inner worth and and try to spread that little by little to Mm -hmm. people? And actually, I wanted to maybe ask you that too. How can I spread? So let's say like, man, thanks to Allison, I'm finding my my worth, you know, like I am now, I feel worthy. Mm -hmm. How do I then go about spreading that worthiness to other people or spreading that that joy of understanding that I'm a miracle to others mm-hmm. you know yes. because I, I might be a little bit you know it might be uncomfortable for me mm-hmm. how can I do that maybe passively right um I think when we see each other that is a way of helping each other boost our worthiness being seen as a fundamental human need up there with air and water we need to know oh, that we count right? And we're either going to get that constructively or destructively. This is why a child flops down on the store in a grocery store and has a big temper tantrum (laughs) because they're not feeling seen. Yeah. Right. And so as adults, we do it, we just do it in a more subtle way. Um, So when we can start seeing each other, when we can say to people, I really love that shirt you're wearing, or thank you so much for holding the door open for me. I hope you have a really great day. When we start seeing people, that is a gift of giving them um, an opportunity to recognize their own worth. We can't make anybody feel anything despite that. You made me feel sad. No, no, I chose to feel sad. Um, you just shone a light on something I need to work on. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I should be that. saying thank you <laughs> <laughs> as opposed to you triggered me. Um, right. Right. And so when we can start seeing people as also miracles and treating them as such, I like that that's the, the point, piece. right? That's yeah. the idea is you start, maybe you don't even have to do very much more than just that. Once mm-hmm. you start seeing others as miracles too, all that other stuff just kind of falls yeah. into place, right? Mm-hmm. It all comes organically. You see, you see your neighbor or someone in the grocery store and you see them as a miracle and you, you compliment them because you see them like that. Mm-hmm. That's powerful. Yeah. That's awesome. That's what mm-hmm. makes the world a better place, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Like the I see you is huge because in seeing them, you also get to see yourself, right? That's the trade-off because, you know, there's two sides to everything. So when I say, you know, Caleb, I really love this about you. Like I love your enthusiasm, which is true. I'm not just using this as an example. Yes. I find your enthusiasm is amazing. Thank you. 
it is also a gift I'm giving myself and you're welcome because uh, it's true. Um, that's also a gift I'm giving myself because I took the time to see and value you. And so when I do that, I'm also building my own worth. Wow. That is awesome. Allison. Okay. Now I'm understanding why you chose domino thinking, right? Because <laughs> everything leads to something more, right? You were telling mm-hmm. me that a little bit earlier. Yeah. Um, is there any other reason why you decided to pick domino thinking? Um, no, that's sort of, that's it, right? Like understanding where our choices lead us. Like I am here as a result of all, all of my previous choices, right? And so when I can start understanding that my choice today impacts my tomorrow with awareness, now I can make choices today that makes my tomorrow better or easier. Yeah. And so really understanding this cause and effect is huge. Yeah. Like we're, yeah. we're that domino. To, and, and, and maybe you had a series of domino effects, right? That led you to this day and you're not feeling that great about yourself. But today is a different day. Mm-hmm. You know, today you can pivot that domino and you can start going down a way that is more beautiful and bright and filled yeah. with worth. Yeah. Um, and the reality is, is we don't understand how our experience today impacts our tomorrow. So when I got raped in high school, I had no idea that that would allow me to talk about it this way. No way. When I was older, like I was just in pain, right? Yeah, and shame moment. and guilt and horrible stuff that I was owning about something that wasn't all mine. And so when I had that experience, I never would have thought something positive could have come of it, but huge positive things came of it. When I lived with a drug addict and he relapsed and pawned everything and then passed away. And when I was in the uck of all of that, I didn't know what the silver lining was. Now mm. I do because I get to talk about people in those, to people in those situations. So we don't know th- what pain we're going through today is going to help us in the future. So sometimes it's just about um, appreciating the fact that there is eventually going to make sense. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love that. And I want questers to know, like, we want to follow Allison, right? You've been <laughs> listening to her this whole entire time. She's amazing. Um, she even has an eight-week program about worthiness. Can you talk a little bit about that? How can we get a, be a part of that? Yeah. So you can, um, the best way is just to reach me, reach out to me because we always have different things kind of going on with it. Uh, so dominothinking.com is my website. All of the information about everything I do is on there. You can take a whose fault is it anyway quiz on there just sort oh, of see how what? you. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. People have been taking it and going, holy, I never thought it just gets you thinking about things maybe in a different way. And yeah. it helps you understand where your biases are. Like if I said to you, um, Sally gained a hundred pounds and her husband, Paul, uh, wasn't happy about it and wanted a separation. Whose fault Ooh. is that? And most people will say, well, it's his for not being understanding. It's not her fault. She gained weight. Yeah. Right. Now, if that tells us something about ourselves, if we say, oh, it's her fault for gaining weight, that tells us something about ourselves and where our values lie. So there's so much that goes into the awareness around it. So you can take the quiz. You can, um, my emails on there, my podcast on there. I answer all of my emails. It sometimes takes me a little while, but I do do it. (laughs) Um, If you want information on the program, it really is. It's a very, very simple process. Like this is what everybody has said. You don't have to talk about your issue if you don't want to. It's learning the process. And in fact, I encourage people to pick a smaller issue, something that's not so emotionally charged because it's just easier to start with something like that. I've also created a game around it called uh, Time to Talk. 
which helps us explore other people's scenarios so that we can better understand how the system works. That's and so, so fun. <laughs> yeah. So you get a free copy when you um, sign up for my course. And so it's, it's great. There's videos. It's um, a friend of mine took the program and she does an, a lot of neuropathway work, yeah. which is very complex stuff. And when oh, she took yeah. my course, she was like, Oh, whoa, I made huge strides. It was so simple. And it's a, um, I, cause I believe breaking things down to its smallest points. That's why yep. I think worthiness is where we focus. Cause that's the smallest point. Yeah. And so, yeah, go to my website, dominothinking.com and everything that you want to know. Is there. I love it. Check her out guys. Seriously. Especially <laughs> if you're sitting there right now and you're saying, wow, a lot of this really applies to me. Like if it's hitting home for any reason, why are you waiting? You know, yeah. take the chance on you to go and find out how you can better yourself in a way that's going to benefit you for the rest of your life. You yeah. know, it could help your relationships. It's going to help how you view yourself and how you view others. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what we talked about this whole entire time. Um, so thank you, Allison, so much. And I, I always <laughs> ask every guest too, if they had, if they could talk to everyone in the world at one time, yeah. you know, what would be your short message to them? You are worthy. Uh, really that is that, that's it. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Yes. Yes. I know this for a fact. You are worthy. Yeah. Guys, Mm -hmm. you you heard it here. Allison, maybe both of us, like we, we don't know who exactly you are. Maybe your faces, your traumas, your difficulties, but you are worthy. You're worth something. You're a miracle. Think about that. Okay. Go to your core. You'll realize that. Um, so yeah, thanks again, Allison. You've been amazing guests <laughs> on this show. Uh, we would look, we would love to have you again sometime in the future. We can get even more in detail about different stuff. Um, and don't forget guys to visit her at her website, dominothinking.com. And, um, we come up with episodes every Thursday. So always be looking out, rate us, subscribe. It's important that you guys can hear messages, um, like Allison's and, and learn to understand your, your full potential, your full worth and become more wholly successful. So uh, thanks guys. And we will see you guys next time.